The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a stream freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is your dashing duo, Derek and myself, Mike. And Derek, guess what? What? No guests this week. Say what? Say what? But uh, we will be joined by Cisco again next week. We're going to talk a little Digimon next week. That was pretty quick. Yeah, I I was surprised. I, I was really surprised. But, um, you know, since I mentioned Digimon, I want to first start off, go to homepage, right-hand side is our affiliates, our partners, our cohorts, whatever. Support them, supports us. So go check them out, uh, like Biddy Boomers, Cat Audio, Tascam. Um, so, yeah. But this is going to go totally against what I had set up for tonight. Uh, Digimon Adventure promo teases fan favorite Digimon's anime debut, since we're talking Digimon. Uh, Digimon Adventures next episode promo is teasing the first anime debut of one of the most obscure fan-favorite Digimon. Um, So the Digimon's new series has reached its final third of episodes. Uh, I just realized I'm I'm saying uh, quite a bit tonight. It's one of those weeks for both of us. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There I go again. And this has kicked off a new arc where Ty and the Digi Destined are now headed to Fega. Okay, it's been so long since I've watched Digimon. I actually actually have uh, the complete second, first or second season on DVD. Uh, And there's a review of it on WeebyGeeks.net, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, The new arc has already started taking things to the next level uh, as the Digimon partners have been unlocking new, brand new evolutions, but it seemed that also new threats and allies are coming to the anime for the first time. So episode 47 is titled The Villains of Wastelands and teases Joe and Gamori and Gomamoron. Mamoron? Okay. Gamamon? Gamamon. <laughs> we'll try that. And we'll, we'll be the center of the danger this time. Uh, it begins as such um, as Joe and Gamamon each get kidnapped by two outlaw Digimon gangs. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I can't whistle tonight or do the whistle. Um, 
The synopsis continues. In order to rescue them, Tashi, goes, who goes off on his own with Agumon, accompanies veteran Nohimon, <laughs> the keeper of the water. Nohimon, <laughs> that's like Jamaican for Nohimon, uh, once fought to protect <laughs> the peaceful source and was defeated. Now, as a result, both outlaw gangs run rampant and fighting fiercely to try and keep the water for themselves. So that's cool. But why did I start off with that story? So like I said, we're going to have, we're going to be talking with Cisco uh, from Bandai next week because Bandai, Bandai America launches the ultimate Digivice, Digimon X. (laughs) Or I don't know if this will work. What in the world? There we go. Somebody keeps dropping pins and stuff. Digimon X. Ooh. <laughs> um, okay, for those who don't remember, uh, Digimon, what Digimon are, they're digital monsters and pets that were stored on an electric keychain-like device, a Digivice. Uh, you went through the phases with them from hatching to feeding to training them for showdowns and others, or with others. Well, Bandai is taking this to the next level. According to their press release, after pent-up fan demand, consumers can finally get their hands on the newest Digivice. This is more than a virtual pet. It's the next evolution in gameplay. Based on the original Digivice that started it all, this device is back and equipped with tons of new features, evolutions that could come in a variety of colors. Users can now hatch, raise, feed, and train their digital monster for the ultimate monster match, a showdown between one Digimon and another. These devices connect to each other and previous versions and allows users to compete with whoever challenges. The Digimon X has a variety of new features like the random attack generator, new quest mode, Digimon facial expressions, and much more. Brace yourself for hours of fun and tons of Digimon to battle with. Fans can be first to order Digimon X with pre-sales that launched back in April. Uh, with products hitting on that's on Amazon, with products hitting store shelves October of 2021. Uh, we're so excited to bring this new device to the North American market, says Cisco Maladano, Senior Director Brand Strategy at Bandai. Fans of Digimon have been asking for Digimon, Digimon X quite vigorously, I may add, for a while, and I'm pleased we are able to make it happen. So here are the new features, uh, new colors, black and red, white and blue, purple and red, green and blue, over a hundred new evolutions of Digimon to train and battle, new abilities, more variety, longer playtime, devices can connect a battle, they can connect and battle, devices are compatible with earlier versions of Digimon, random <clears throat> attack generator, new quest mode with new ways to level up your Digimon. Uh, and Digimon facial expressions. For more information, go to Bandai.com. So what do you think? Sounds interesting. Kind of excited for it. Sounds cool. I never quite involved. I never got into Digimon, but I can't wait to hear more about it next week. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it it is an anime, uh, you know, it's an anime show. I mean, we talked about it last time. Uh, I, I'm curious to see how how it goes um personally i would love to see some anime heroes do digimon characters uh speaking of which i could see it happening anime heroes we got some yes we 
we got one piece. And these are Cisco showed them to us in person. Well, through the computer, <laughs> actually having them and, until you can actually hold these in your hand. You, you can't you, you can't appreciate the the work that went into these. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it makes me want to go and catch up on the anime now. Uh, I told my daughter about it, and she said she, she told one of her friends, and her friend said, yeah, that's the anime that never ends. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Because it's got over 900 episodes? She's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still impressed, 900 episodes. 900 plus. But I, I'm going to start yeah. watching. I'm going to start watching. So, um... I, I guess we'll stick with. It'll be something I can. It'll be something I can watch for a little bit when I need something to watch, and then come, yeah, come back to. And- I started watching the first episode, and there's a pirate at the beginning of that. I want that as a figure. <laughs> the the pirate that sets all of this off. I want him as a figure. Hmm. Now I did see at. Now, I have not seen any of the One Piece in any of my stores locally. Um, I did see uh, Naruto. Is it Naruto or Naruto? It's Naruto, right? It's Naruto. 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 See, I don't watch the show. But I did see a a Naruto figure. Or Naruto. Naruto. Yeah. I I saw a Naruto figure at a a Target near me. Did you? Yeah. Came close. Came close. Mm -hmm. But I was looking for One Piece. Well, I don't have to worry about One Piece anymore. <laughs> so yeah, we got all three of the figures. Yeah, and I think that'll be a series I'll continue to collect. Um, Red Sonia. Uh, I didn't realize Red Sonia was being remade. Hmm. I had heard about it. I think we might have talked about it on Keepers of the Fringe a long time ago, but I hadn't heard anything new until this. Well, apparently, um, Joey Soloway will direct and co and has co-written the screenplay with Tasha Ho or Huo, uh, showrunner and executive producer of Netflix and Legendary's upcoming Tomb Raider animated series. Now, I just saw um, Jupiter Legacy just came out. Where is that on Netflix? Yes. If it's not Netflix, it's on Amazon. I didn't realize it had come out. Yeah. Since I brought it up, we sidetrack as if we never sidetrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix. Mm. Hey, hey, something else to add to the list. <laughs> and a headline from IndieWire: Jupiter Legacy review Netflix superhero series doesn't make a lick of sense. Then you haven't read the comic mm-hmm. or or done your research about it. So, eh, foo and you. <laughs> So apparently it's out now on on Netflix. Anyway, um, Hannah is apparently Hannah John Kamen is being cast as Red Sonia. For those wondering who she is, uh, she was the ghost in Ant-Man and Wasp. (laughs) I think he was saying for those who are wondering who Red Sonia is. Oh, no. Well-established. Well, some people might not know, but she's from the Conan universe or inspired by the Conan universe. Uh, I believe she was created by the same author. Uh, created in the comics by Roy Thomas and Barry Windsor Smith. Yeah. Um, anyway, she played the ghost. Uh, Hannah played the ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, she's also starred in Peacock's Brave New World. and has played roles in Stranger, Ready Player One. She was in Ready Player One? Hmm. I don't remember her in Ready Player One. Nor do I. Of course, I don't really remember too much about the movie, but. <laughs> and Tomb Raider. Uh, she recently wrapped up work on Resident Evil, 
Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, so it'll be interesting, one, to see her, see if they dye her head red, because Rasonia is supposed to be a redhead. Yeah, I was wondering about that myself. Um, Guess we'll see. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how this goes. There, no no initial date on when this is coming out. Now I'm curious to know who, mm-hmm. who she played in uh, Ready Player One. Uh, I don't know if I remember. Finale Sandor? She was all... Mm-hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> She was also in uh, Black Mirror in the Killjoys. Uh, We said Brave New World. She was a voice in Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. I kind of like Brave New World, but it got canceled. Uh, She was in (laughs) Force Awakens as a First Order officer. Oh, really? Yeah. Now we need to get her in a Disney movie, and then she'll be the next hat trick, Disney hat trick, <laughs> Star Wars, Marvel. And so who was Finale? Oh, Finale was the uh, bounty hunter that went chasing down um, the mail truck that they were in. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, other news? Sure. Mads Mikkelsen is going to be in Indiana Jones 5. Yes. Which is awesome, although they didn't say what part he's playing. But I got to imagine it's going to be the villain, right? I would hope. I would hope so as well. I mean, he's pretty good as a villain. All all that has come out of him is saying the script is really good. It's everything I wished it would be. That's uh, that's good to hear. That is good to hear. So I'm assuming he uh, here's his quote. I'm very, very excited about it. I watched I rewatched Raiders of the Lost Ark the other day, and it's so well done and so charming and it's such a great and it's <laughs> such great storytelling. So, yes, it's a great honor to be a part of that franchise that I grew up with. I'm in a lucky position where they let me read the script before. And, yes, it was everything I wished it wish it to be. So that was just great. Awesome. Uh, to continue here. To continue on, because I do think I'm invited in to create a character. I think everybody wants that. That's why they pick certain actors that can think and come up with certain things. And so it'll be a little, it will be a collaboration as it always is. Interesting enough, again, like a little like Writers of Justice, there's kind of a genre mix in the Indiana Jones always. There's something that is a little larger than life, almost back to the 30s with Peter Lore kind of feel. You have Indiana Jones, who kind of is a who kind of is a straight man, but he does produce a lot of funny and interesting things. And there are a lot of different character genres in some of those films. So that's as much as we're getting out of him. Oh, that that's that's enough for now. Sounds sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's go off to some games. As we start to go down into the realm of collectibles, Funko Games uh, has introduced two Funkoverse games. Uh, one is the Funkoverse Marvel Strategy Game. Uh, hmm. It's yeah, the tabletop strategy game has been around since 2019, and now the Marvel one is almost here. Uh, Funkoverse Marvel. Uh, it's got a hundred four pack. Uh, Marvel hundred is a four pack, and the Funko Marvel one hundred one expansion will both arrive on July first. Marvel one hundred features three three inch or features three inch figures Aww. of Black Widow, Captain America, and Iron Man, and Black Panther. 
Players can use each character's unique abilities. Awesome. Yeah. So these are minis, and they have these for other. Uh, I think there's a Harry Potter one as well. Um, yep. Uh, I think there's a Jurassic Park one. I know there's a Disney one. Uh, there's Harry Potter. Let's take a look, shall we? Uh, there's a Darkwing Duck 101 pack. <laughs> um, Funko vs. Disney, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Harry Potter. Um, just look at, that's pretty much it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Funkoverse is also the same company that brings us, uh, Marvel Battle World, oh. which is pretty oh. cool. Uh, there's a Game of Thrones, there's Harry Potter, Jurassic Park, DC Comics, Back to the Future. Oh. Uh, Golden Girls. <laughs> uh, Jaws. Oh, yeah. Um. I can't believe it's a Golden Girls strategy game. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I just didn't. I hope I didn't snore. I'm sitting here looking, and I just realized I closed my eyes for way too long. There's a DC Comics two pack and mm-hmm. a Alice in Wonderland two pack. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's it's been a lo- it's been a long week for both of us. Indeed, yes, indeed. I mean, I, I love going into work and being asked, "Can you go from an eight hour day to a thirteen hour day?" Sure. <laughs> Um, now San Diego Comic-Con previews are kicking off exclusives within, with 10 days of product reveals, uh, start off with GI Joe previews, an exclusive pin set where we have Tomax and Zaymont as one set, which look oh, cool. awesome. And then, uh, PD Destro and Crimson Baroness, um, <laughs> uh, the San Diego, the SDCC Comic Con 2021 pop, DC White Knight, Batman, and the Joker. Oh, that's cool! Look at the little Batman that the Joker's holding. Uh, Comic Con Godzilla smashes smash smashies previews exclusive stress doll three piece set <laughs> includes uh, Godzilla Atomic, Godzilla Black and White, as seen in Goz- in Gorgilla. And Godzilla raids again, and an exclusive Roan <laughs> um, from Bandai America. Which after we talk Digimon, we need to talk Gundam more as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially because I want to know more about this Gold Frame Asteroid that they're putting out, mm. and I definitely want to get more into Gundam myself. I, I like the figure. Yeah, um, I was, I was, um, I was. Searching through Netflix the other day, as I like to do occasionally, and uh, I came across a couple of Gundam animes on Netflix. So really, I'll up and uh, I'll yeah, I'll be watching those at some point. I have to add them. I wonder if they're on Hulu as well. I don't know. Um, RoboCop Two, Robert Cop, pre uh, <laughs> so one. One one eighteenth exquisite minifig. The infamous bootleg toy from Robocop 2 is a real figure. This articulated action figure comes in a retro-branded packaging and includes interchangeable hands, two blasters, and Kane's brain accessory. And it's Robert Cop. <laughs> and that's what's been announced so far. And then last week, we were graced with the great Bob Gale. And hey, wouldn't you know it? Zavi launches exclusive Back to the Future collection. On te- uh, yeah. Before you continue on with that, I just wanted to 
to add in. Speaking of RoboCop, uh, Chris and I last week on Keepers of the Fringe were talking about there's a RoboDoc coming out, which is a documentary about RoboCop. And I guess they had a very uh, lengthy interview with Peter Weller about it. Really? That's, that sounds cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I caught. Um, I don't remember when it comes out, but. I caught on Pluto TV on their on demand. It's Robot Doctor or Robo Doc. Robot Doc with, I think it's, <laughs> uh, I think it's Kathy Ireland. Oh, hmm. Oh, God, check. Interesting. Okay, it's Robo Doc. Here's the cast list for this. It's not the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Thicke, David Faustino, Corin Nimick, <laughs> wow. David DeLuise, <laughs> Michael Winslow, William Hayes. Wow. Still want to get Michael Winslow on the show. I need to talk to Chris about that. Um, Andrea Faustino, Kenny Babel, uh, Chris, Christia Knowles, Lucius Baston, and uh, Brooke Newton. This is the main cast. Interesting. Yeah. It's it's an interesting movie. It really is. It is listed in their raunchy comedy category. <laughs> As if that is that no like surprise. We might want to do one Keepers of the Fringe. Y'all need to check out more of the uh, Pluto TV, like their on-demand section. Mm. Um, and you could, and everyone could go to it at Pluto.TV. That's their website. Um, so, yeah, getting back to Zavi. Zavi launched an exclusive limited edition, fully licensed Back to the Future collection to celebrate the 1985 film that we all know and love. Uh, the collection available now includes a two-piece mini clothing collection from Original Hero uh, that features a black shirt with the DeLorean schematic design and a mustard yellow hoodie. Um, Aikido uh, is making high-top sneakers based around the film. Monopoly has the Back to the Future Monopoly that uh, that Bob mentioned as well. So now, final story that... Coming out of collectibles. Again, from the Pop Insider. Who else? Is, you know, you're excited about the Bad Batch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, in a 969-piece set, will include Tech, Echo, Hunter, Wrecker, and Crosshair in his new, uh, I just want to say Shadow Trooper outfit, even though they're calling it Elite Trooper. <laughs> it's a Shadow Trooper. Um Lego set is the Bad Batch attack shuttle. Comes with yeah, Bad, comes cool. with Bad Batch and two and two land speeders. Not land speeders, uh, speeder bikes. They say land speeders. Two speeder bikes. Yeah. The first I remember um, when I was watching the episode the other night. The first, as soon as I saw their ship, the first thing I thought of was, "I want toys." I want to see the ship now get repainted, all black with a red stripe. <laughs> and I want very subtly in the background. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, apparently, the shuttle will be av- it's available for pre-order now uh, for ninety nine ninety nine with a launch date of August first. Wow! And hey, speaking of May fourth, I got my ITS or I, yeah ITS resistance transport from made by Lego. That's the ship from Galaxy's Edge, from Rise of Resistance. Yep. I haven't started building it yet, but I already found out one of the minifigures is worth minimum 30 bucks on on eBay. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, minimum 30 bucks. Okay, here's, okay, I'm looking at this. My only complaint about this kit, the tail, uh, yeah, 
the tailpiece on this mm-hmm. studs on one side and you see the underside on the other. I mean, it's like they couldn't do something that would make it a, a finished piece or, or look more balanced. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Oh, there's a couple tile pieces in here. That would be so cool to get. One looks like a, one almost looks like a book. What bothers you? What were you saying bothers you? Look at the tail of the ship. You got studs on one side and you got the bottom of the ship on the other or bottom of those plates on the other. Where are you seeing the bottom of the ship? Not on the bottom of the ship, on the bottom of the plates that make up the tail. Uh, let me send you the link. So I, I clicked the link to where you could pre-order from the news story. Oh, okay. But I'll save you that trial. Links there. I mean, it's minor. It's yes. a minor Did thing. Pop up. I mean, to me, it's it's not a make or break. It's just me being nitpicky. Mm, I still don't see exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to share a screen with you. Wow, that's a pretty good size piece, though. Yeah, it's a gorgeous size. All right. So here's what I'm talking. See this right here? Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother yeah, me. You mean. It doesn't bother me with the wings when they're in an up position. It's just the the tailpiece that mm. that kind of bugs me just a bit. See, that's how I was confused. I don't. I wouldn't call that a tailpiece. I'd call that the it's almost like a dorsal fin. Yeah. Well, it's like a tail on a plane. Yeah, I guess. Except it's more like in the middle, like with the shuttle Tidarian. Yeah. But still, I mean, it looks great on one side. Why not have that same look on the other side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you. I see exactly what you're saying now. Yeah, and with as wide as this thing is, there's n- there's no reason why they couldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. Now that's all I'm gonna see. <laughs> yep. Especially like the shot where the kid where the kid's playing with it. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. rest of it looks great, but now that looks just like. <laughs> Are we can't. We gonna see those speeder bikes in the show? I hope because those are cool. <laughs> the green one, <laughs> and I and I know I know Zoe would. You know, she's trying to collect the different Lego speeder bikes. These will probably get added to the collection. These I'm gonna have to find separate for her. She doesn't care about the characters mm-hmm. that come with it. She just <laughs> wants the speeder bikes. She she loves having the speeder bikes. See, that's the great thing about Star Wars. We all have our our own specific things that we love to yeah. to collect and and. Yeah. And there's so many choices for everyone. Now, Repop is saying, hey, wait a minute. This fall, we are going going to be doing events starting off in September with Florida Supercon. Hmm. Uh, then New York Comic Con, Emerald City Comic Con and C2E2 are all going to happen starting in September. Now, they... What, like one a week? Jeez. <laughs> now, uh, Florida Supercon will be September 10th through 12th. New York Comic Con, October 7th through 10th. Emerald City will be December 2nd through 5th. And C2E2 will be December 10th through 12th. Uh, the protocols that are going to be in place include reduced capacity, required face coverings, Temperature screening upon entry, which at this point in time, why Universal has Universal Studios Orlando has stopped today as of yesterday. No testing their their team members or um, guests. No more temperature screening. Disney startups. Today was last day at Disney for cast members. And May 16th will be the last day of temp screening uh, guests. So at this point in time, with temperature screening going away, you might as well. Why have the temp screening at 
an entry now. I mean, if they do, they do. Great. Yeah. Cool. If I'm going, I'll, I'll abide by it. No big deal. Private event. They are a paying client to the convention center. They get the, they get the right to make their rules. Don't like it. Don't go. Uh, increased sanitation, physical distancing, and no firm handshakes, no high fives, no hugs policy. Oh, they grow all the Deadpools <laughs> with their free hug sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this time, Repop does not have any additional details about what exactly capacity limits will be or what social distance panels and photo ops will look like. So mm. uh, we will find out more in the months to come. But, you know, I'm going to guess because it's universal, I believe, has just gone down to uh, three feet social distance. No kidding. <laughs> Disney has not. We're still at, uh, we're still at six feet mm. at the moment. Um, but let me double check. I'm on, on their site now. Re- review important safety guidelines. Yes, that's what I want. Okay. So with Universal, practice social distancing and keep at least three feet between your travel party and others. When present, please stand on the floor markings until the group in front of you has moved forward. So they're still everybody's still doing masks though, right? Yes. Yeah, we're still doing masks, despite governor executive where we're still doing masks. Mm-hmm. Why? Because his second executive order protected private businesses and private property. Disney and Universal are both. Uh, and then finally, wow, we went through that. We blew through the stories in this episode. Uh, <laughs> the Smithsonian will display uh, Star Wars X-Wing alongside real aircraft. It's so cool. And this is the one that uh, was Poe Dameron's in Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Yes. How many different X-Wings did he have? He had the black one. Wait, yeah. was it Rise of Skywalker or Force Awakens? He had the black Rise, one and he had the orange one. This is why Rise of Skywalker. And he had a... He had an orange one, but then this one is mainly orange with some blue, which is different. White with blue? Yeah, then he had the regular white and blue that he had. Um, Damn it. Did you drop out again? So I'm Googled because apparently you had a, a glitch on your end. But it was Wookiee Radio to say the first order is after you. It was just a little gas. Now, now I may have to say it's uh, Imperial, what would it be now? Imperial resistance fighters on their own because they're essentially resistance on their own. I, Imperial loyalists. I Imperial loyalists would, I think, be the proper term. Mm. Um, there was his orange and white from Rise of, Rise of Skywalker, his black X-Wing that mm-hmm. we've seen in several films. and right, a, which I have a toy of. And a white and blue. Which he flew at the beginning of Force yes, Awakens. That, right. Which got destroyed. Yeah. So. And this one is the orange one with the orange and white one. Yeah. Which looks pretty cool. Oh, I want to go now so bad. I got, I've been in the Smithsonian. And, when I went to the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum years ago, they had the actual um, Enterprise yeah. model that they used in the show. Yeah. Um, now I got to go and see this. Now, right now, it's being reconditioned at the uh, at Stephen F. Udvar Hazy Center in Virginia, which is one of the uh, Smithsonian warehouses. Yeah, and it's it's funny when you see that. Look at the picture; you can see it's on pallets. Yeah, <laughs> the landing gear. Yeah, I wonder if it has like a, a like a full cockpit display inside. I don't know. It'd be cool if it did. Yeah, it really would. That would be wicked cool. So, um, 
just trying to think. You got any other stories? I know we've covered it. We have covered a lot and apparently covered it real quick. <clears throat> um, yes, I'm trying to stretch for time. Why? Nothing major. Because I'm nuts. Uh, I don't have anything major either. Uh, actually, you know, I'm going to ask a question. I know this is dangerous. Uh-huh. Podcasting. Uh-huh. It is a podcast, uh-huh. audio only, or if you do a video show on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, <sighs> is that considered a podcast too? If you never release a... Uh, that is a an interesting question, which I too have been wondering about because I have heard some people talk about doing a podcast and then... It ends up being like a YouTube thing that they do, and I'm like, um, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, you know, a podcast is is always been an audio thing, right? And I don't know the you know technical rules about it, and I don't know if there are any, but I mean, well. What? Let's see. Let's see what happens if we look up what is a podcast. If you Google what is a podcast, uh, a site called thepodcasthost.com says, what is a podcast? Simply put, a podcast is an audio program just like talk radio, but you subscribe to it on your smartphone and listen to it whenever you like. You can't put video on iHeartRadio or on Stitcher or right. some of these other locations. Right. So. It seems to me if you do video, it it, it brings it into a whole different category. I, I agree. I mean, that you know, that's always been my thoughts on it. I agree. Again, you know, I don't know who. I don't even know if there is anybody who would make an action ruling on that but I I had it come up on a uh, Facebook page I was reading they brought it up mm. and everyone say oh you gotta get with the times podcasts are now video as well well that makes you a vlogger or or a vidcast not a podcast yeah because of the nature of the beast so yeah that, that yeah that's my thought on it that's what I would say it makes it all whole different thing if you're doing video yeah i agree so again that's just my opinion yeah i have no authority on it but you know i'm not either but i was logic says that's what it is right that's what it's always been to me so um any any final thoughts um yes i actually have two final thoughts um the first one is that Exactly. <laughs> um, season four of the of Cobra Kai has finished shooting and is um, said to be coming out at, by the first fourth quarter of this year. Really? So that soon? Yes, and I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, did I, you, have you? Are you all caught up on that? I am. And it, it, Bum me out that they finished when they finished. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, 
It was a good. Uh, it was a good Turn cliffhanger, on. though. Like, no, I don't want it to end there. <laughs> I, no, but um, all right. So yeah, I'm gonna have to now go get put Gungan on my pull on my list. I have to watch Jupiter Legacy, which I believe is a mm-hmm. series, not a movie. And I got yes, bad, I got Bad Batch mm-hmm. in the new episode of Mighty Ducks Game Changers to watch. <laughs> yeah, so, I gotta watch. I'm gonna watch the Bad Batch right after we're done here. So you know what? I think we're done. Uh, you you have final thought it out. I have final thoughted it out. Um, hopefully, I didn't <laughs> snore because I'm about done out. <laughs> um, I guess this weekend you're going to have a uh, Falcons Lounge coming out. Yes. On the New England Society of Geeks podcast, we will be doing an episode of the Falcons Lounge where we will be, bleh, we will be discussing Star Wars. Uh, not exactly sure what topics yet, but we'll see. Um, I may be joining this week. Since you threw the offer out, I may be able to get on. Yes, indeed. You uh, are welcome. Sunday, uh, well, on Mother's Day, the family has gone to Galaxy's Edge or Hollywood Studios. One, with the goal to try and ride Rise of Resistance. Two, have some, some time. And then mm-hmm. we're going to, we may or may not park hop over to Epcot. I don't know yet. A mm-hmm. uh, couple people do, so we may. Uh, so by doing that, yeah, it'd be, be cool. I have always wondered, how do you feel about going to Epcot since you work there? Usually I I don't. If I get told, oh, we're going to Epcot today. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Have fun. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, this time, if we do, I want to be, I want to get around uh, American Gardens Theater so I can introduce the family to, to my new work family. Uh, it's the new stage I'm working at. Uh, hmm. They're at work. Uh, it's the premiere stage in the park. And as of today, I am signed off on front of house and monitors, mm-hmm. which is uh, both of those are kind of a big deal, especially it being the premiere stage. So, um, so yeah, we may be, Zoe and I may be doing some recordings from Galaxy's Edge. I'm actually going to try and put my, nice. put my f- phone clip on my backpack. And in the past, it's like, okay, I'm going to set this and hope it works out for the best. Well, now that I have an Apple Watch that I can sync the camera to, I'm going to use my uh, I'm going to use my Apple Watch as the as like a screen tap, you know, that you can do. Yeah, you know, they they make these things for. Well, I have to ask Neil about it the next time he's on with us if he uses screen taps. And what it is, it's it's a monitor that you attach, you could attach to a video camera or a film camera, analog or digital, and you can w- see in real time what's happening on through the camera. Hmm. So you see what the camera's seeing. And it's a monitor tap. So uh, you could do that with uh, with an Apple Watch. You could sync your, your phones together or where you could watch the camera. So we're, hmm. I'm going to try and do that, see how that turns out for some videos. Which would be cool. Um, any other plans? I know you got keepers coming as well. Yep, yep. We got keepers. Uh, nothing else planned, really. Um, uh, my wife and I will be going out to dinner tomorrow. Uh, we just celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary. Congrats. You're five yes, years today. behind. Thank you. You're five years behind. <laughs> Melissa, and I, on it. <laughs> Melissa and I will be celebrating... Our 25th anniversary in June. Nice. Uh, and we will be going to, we're, we're actually staying the night at Coronado Springs, courtesy of Disney. Mm. Um, nice. Disney is giving all cast members a uh, 
free free stay at a hotel. So we submitted, and cool. after the submission, um, you they assigned you a resort, and for us, we got Coronado <clears throat> Springs, and then the, so we're going on the thirteenth, and on the fourteenth, we're doing uh, we're going to go to Magic Kingdom, which is the first park that Melissa and I when we did our honeymoon is the first park that we spent the full day at. Uh, when mm-hmm. we when we arrived for our honeymoon for our honeymoon. Funny move. <laughs> oh, it was kind of funny too. Um, when we when we the day we arrived for our honeymoon, we you know check in you know late day. So we checked in, told come when we come back, stop by the front desk. We'll get our our room key. Um, so we went to Epcot with that. So we we spent a partial day at Epcot, but our first full day was at Magic Kingdom. Hmm. So we're going back for twenty at twenty five years. Very nice. So I'm excited. Be interesting. Never stayed. Never stayed at uh, at um, what should we call it? At um, Coronado. So it'll be interesting. Mm. It will be interesting. So, uh, so I guess that's it, right? As, as I'm rambling here. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know I'm getting tired because I'm rambling. <laughs> Do not mean to sound like. <laughs> Stephen Hawking, but it's because I'm getting slap happy. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah. Other than that, I I'm gonna say let's have a good night, and we will see y'all next week when we have Cisco back. Good night, everybody. Until next time. Want to know more? No. <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Tell them about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie?